Welcome to Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam, a podcast about navigating adolescence without losing our minds. Each week, I guide you around the teenage landmines with practical tips, simple solutions, and words of encouragement. I'm your host, Dr. Cam. Let's get on with the show. Hello, Calm Parents. Welcome back to another episode of Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam. I'm your host, Dr. Cam. If your teen's video game obsession is driving you mad, this episode is for you. Today, I'm talking with Michael Chang, CEO and founder at VGCD Academy and author of the international best-selling book, Video Games Demystified, the trifecta of creators, athletes, and ecosystem in a thriving industry. As a former marketing leader at Electronic Arts and Rock U, Michael has managed video games generating over $250 million. His company, VGCD Academy, teaches young people the science and business of video games. Michael is going to teach us how to leverage the love of gaming to inspire teens to become leaders, entrepreneurs, scientists, mathematicians, artists, and more. Welcome, Michael. I'm so happy to have you here. Oh, super excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I know this is a hot topic because I can't even count the number of people I know that are worried about their teens' obsession with their video games. So I want to ask you, how did you get into video gaming and using it um, really to work with kids with and anyone? Yeah. Yeah. So for me personally, I got into video games by serendipity. I had worked in advertising for over 10 years and was uh, just almost practically out of the blue and invited to, to be a, a founding marketing leader for a, a gaming startup. And, um, you know, this was, this was 2009, 2010. And, um, you know, our, our, our first real game on Facebook did exceptionally well, was making an excess of $2 million per day. And that's when we realized we're like, wow, this is real. People <laughs> really love this and they'll pay real money for it. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so I've, I've been, you know, sort of in, in the video game space for over, uh, over 15 years and, uh, have always been on the marketing and the product side and, uh, have always been really fascinated with just how a lot of people across all different ages, different demographics, so, so young people and people my age and older, we get super excited. You can see their faces light up when they talk about their favorite games. Um, you know, and of course, I also see the flip side of all things as well, which is when I talk to the parents, like, ooh, I don't know. I've got my, my teenager seems to be in his room all day. He doesn't have any real friends. He's always on his computer. What do I do? And so, so really that, you know, combination of the two, both my own experiences working in the industry and two, talking to the parents who are working with their teens who are absolutely obsessed with games. Uh, together, the two really became the genesis for my writing this book and, and launching this course. That is so, it, it is. And I think that's one of the biggest questions I hear too, is like, what do I do? Like how <laughs> I'm worried they're doing nothing else. Like they will, that's all they want to do. So what, you know, what can parents do and how can we actually use this tool and their love of this game, which we can't, there's nothing we can do. Like they love the games, right? right. So how can we actually turn this into something good? Yeah, 
I, I think it's a couple of different things, really. More than anything else, parents really will be in a really good place. I've, I've found first and foremost by, by being informed by, by doing a little bit of the background homework. So for instance, like my, my, you know, one of the things that I think my, my, my book sort of focuses on is that it, it, we sort of start by helping young people answer about 10 different questions about themselves. So they get to take a closer look at themselves about what are their strengths, what are their values, what would they do in this situation versus another. And then ultimately, it's really to help young people to understand more about their personality and also their own real passions, right? So, so I think that, you know, in this case, parents, um, you know, it's almost like there, there's a lot of resources out there and, and, you know, between my, 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 my book and, and my course, of course, we kind of work with uh, a lot of parents and, and teens to, to do exactly that, which is to understand what there's different types of gamers. So it's almost like the more informed the parents are, the better they are to work with their young people and their teens and to understand why it is that they game, right? So there are, there are teens who love very immersive games. And once they go periscope down and they, they play a game for hours and hours and hours, fully immersed. These tend to be the teens that are very, very into immersive storytelling journey in the process. And they, and so they tend to do really well should they get into the video game industry working inside a studio to create experiences for other people um, versus the kids that are like very driven by, oh, I got to win each and every match. And, you know, it's all about my pride. It's all my ego. Then those kids tend to do really well in competitive gaming or streaming versus people that were more like me, where I care about the outcome, I care about the results, but I didn't have a lot of ego. So, I, you know, made sense for us to work for an external publisher or an agency or as a videographer publicist ultimately to create amazing games but where you know we're okay with our names not showing them the end credits you know so things like that so i i found that you know the more parents are educated and informed the better they are to have these very almost like peer-to-peer -peer kind of a relationship and conversations with their teens and the more they're able to do that the more it's it's more of a oh what can we do together what can we do to help you you know figure out what 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 you want to do that makes the most sense for you because I think the more empathetic they are the more they understand what the industry offers by ways of professional opportunities today versus how a lot of the skills and experiences that are developed in in playing and concepting and planning and pitching games how these directly transfer into entrepreneurship other industries and things like that so the more conversations they can have with our teenagers today the stronger those relationships and bonds that they have for for moving forward really one thing that's really hitting me hitting home with me too michael and what you're saying is that a lot of parents see video games as the antithesis of learning <laughs> like they see right in order to have a successful career. What right. you're saying is video games are actually a step towards and a big step and facilitate yeah. a really powerful career. Yes. Okay. So it's not the antithesis. No. So how, right? So <laughs> tell us a little bit more about what are kids actually developing when they're playing games? What skills? Yeah. So, so I, you know, if I may, I like, I like to sort of answer that question in two parts. So I think when kids are playing games, 
when when they're playing games, whether it's it's Call of Duty on a PC or if it's a a mobile game like like a new RPG Genshin Impact, my I have a fourteen year old at home and then she plays this RPG all day long. Um, I I don't see her become really immersed in her geometry classes, but she's reading all the different cheat sites so that she can update that, <laughs> and so. So I know that the the passion, that desire, and the competitiveness are all real.、Um, they just have to be channeled the the right way. So I I think you know when the kids are playing these games, that naturally they're recognizing these different、uh, I call it game design mechanics. So for example,、um, how is it that a game like Engine Impact is able to teach、uh, young people to Very quickly, you know, it's a mobile game. Within three minutes of them downloading the game, to feel not only understand the story, to feel at one together with the player persona, but to feel motivated to go through the process of of making all these quests and all these different adventures and and leveling up and caring about the rewards. So these are very fundamental steps in game design, which I think you know it. Doctor Cam, you can probably recognize as I do as a parent that we know when we're being、uh, when when we're being being marketed to via gamification by the the airline mileage companies, the, the credit card companies,、um, you know, even like the the you know you call it like even even like the the、uh, various different like like call it the.、Um, um, You know, even like the, the travel agencies, for instance, the more you buy, the miles you get, the more miles you get, the more you. And grocery stores. I mean, everyone has gamification. I don't think anybody thinks about it that way, but it is. That's exactly that's、right. what it is. That's right, and it's beautiful, right? So that that's just on the surface, and then I think that the key thing that and I and I felt you know as a as an industry insider, the reason why I care very much about it is because I see such such strong emotions. So what I try to do, you know, especially in my my coursework, is. I want to teach young people the psychology and the business of games because I think ultimately that's where the the moment you get a team to start thinking like a professional, like an insider, to understand, oh, it is by way of them letting us do these types of personal personalization, changing the outfit on my character, on my avatar, that they're really bringing me into that experience. Not to mention things like the. The, the the daily login streaks and how that's encouraging this to become a lifestyle kind of application. Really, I I what I try to teach the young people to do is to to stop. You know, don't just stop at being a gamer or a consumer. Take it one step further and start thinking about how is it that the industry insiders designs this experience between the gamification, specifically the business behind it, which is. How do you go about concepting something like this? How do they decide who's my target persona? Is it kids ten and under?、Um, is it kids that love Disney? Is it kids that are sixteen over love first person shooters? You know, so how do they go about concepting and defining the target audience and features so that they understand? They start to put themselves in the shoes of a designer and producer, and then. How do you go about creating an actual business plan around that? So you know, and like I, I, I just went through this with a bunch of my teens, so I know that it it takes a decent amount of handholding for them to understand. Whoa, how do I go from playing Call of Duty to now come up with a financial forecast for if I want to create a new season around that? 
Uh, how many people are there? What's our addressable market? What if I want to expand it? What is profit and loss based on the development cycle? So like these are heavy topics, but what I've found is with a lot of the teams that are really motivated and driven and passionate, they can be taught even at a relatively young age, you know, 13, 16, 19 year olds, um, you know, how to not only come up with a concept, come up with a business plan that's very 21st century accounting and finance, financial forecasting, all that good stuff, together with that ability to pitch their idea and concepts with confidence. Like, I mean, Dr. Ham, you got to admit, that that's pretty, pretty hot stuff for them to be able to take those skills to feel something so passionate about it, create a logical, well-thought-out business plan, and to pitch it the same way that they would on a Kickstarter, on a dragon's den on a shark tank i mean that's pretty amazing so really that those are the areas that i feel most excited about is teaching our our teens our young people how to think so much further than just playing the games of being a consumer and turning it from a passive to an active process yeah. so they understand like okay this is how this was created this is why it's so engaging this is why you come back every single day and this is why it feeds you in terms of the tangible and the intangible rewards and make it so engaging and ultimately this is how they make their money over time so right <laughs> and, and, and a good amount right so exactly. how, can how can parents turn like help make that transition from consumer to creator and i think that's that's the kind of the leap and the consumer is something where that's an easy because that's that's they they feed off of it is it's psychology it feeds off that addictive behavior that um that need to keep compounding and gamification which i really wish schools would start implementing more of because i think they would be a lot more successful and i think what you're seeing is you know i talk to kids in school and they do not understand how anything they're learning applies to life Right. And I even have trouble explaining to my daughter how things apply to life. But That's when you come from the perspective of here's what you love, right. now let's put on top of it all of these skills, they're already coming from it, from this clarity and this passion, which yes. is what motivates them. So how do we turn it from passively consuming to actively creating? Yeah, yeah. I think first and foremost, the, the parents if parents really really want to help their teens you know they really have to start by being informed by understanding what these experiences are all about i mean the truth is last year 180 billion dollars over 3 billion gamers i mean this this stuff is for real yeah right? it's not going anywhere tremendous momentum and it's, it's only going up and the 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 reality is that a lot of parents and this is i'm as guilty as anyone that i you know the other day i i found myself uh you know, basically tweaking screen time settings so my daughter doesn't play as much games as, as she used to. And I do this stuff for a living, so I it's a little ironic, right? Um, but but at the same time, I I think what parents can really do in an, in in a, a situation like this is first and foremost start by getting informed. So you know what what we try to do when I can see some of my peers, you know, on the esports side as well as on the uh, more more you know call it the more more forward thinking type of educational mm -hmm. um, institutions are trying to do is we're really trying to connect the dots between uh, entertainment you know via games together with education and ideally you know if we do our jobs right to really connect that dot one step further 
with future employability as well as professional opportunities, you know, moving forward in the 21st century. So I think, you know, being able to connect, um, in this case, entertainment together with education, with vocation, that's really what's going to make the difference. And, yeah. and I think that, you know, what parents can do more than anything, I, I, I really do encourage um, parents who are listening to this podcast to, to, to please, uh, you know, take a look at my, my, my book. I do want to offer up, like, you know, call a couple of the different, you know, previews and so they can take a look because even if parents, even if every, every parent I know who's parenting teens is exceptionally busy and nobody has an abundance of time to go and read. And I get that. Um, but I think ultimately if all they did was understand and hear and read about these different, um, examples of people who went from pure play gamers, you know, I have a lot, know a lot of people who, who have, you know, gone and turned the gaming, gaming passions into something absolutely amazing. So, you know, an example that I always like to give <clears throat> is, uh, this, this, this young woman, uh, Christine Uchram, who, who's a CEO of a company called Everyday and, uh, it's down in LA. And she grew up playing lots and lots of Nintendo games where she was like, well, how does it that they designed Mario and Luigi and then it bumps the mushroom and it feels really, you feel delighted because you see these gold coins pop out of nowhere. And so what she's done is she's gone on and founded a company to absolutely go on and create these, um, gamified SAT and ACT, uh, ACT prep. Nice. So, so like, you know, as opposed to the days when people like you and I would have to sit down for three, four hours at a time. It feels like such a huge chore to go through complete tests. Yeah. Let's kids, basically students do that um, basically while they're on the go on the train, at the bus stop. And then not only that, there's constant rewards. So it very much feels like a game. But at the same time, these young people are getting amazing test scores mm -hmm. because they're having fun. They're doing it constantly. So I love that. That's an application. And then another application that I absolutely adore is uh, a friend of mine named Amir Bozozade. He's the CEO of a company called Virtually in Lisbon, Portugal. So when he, you know, he's a, he's the kids, he's the, 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 the son of uh, Persian immigrants to Canada. And throughout his teens, he played tons and tons of military strategy games. So his parents kept saying to himself, they're like, Amir, you're not going to have a girlfriend. What are you going to do with yourself? You're, you're going to be married to your, your PC for the rest of your life. So fast forward 15 years, he's tearing that love for optimizing military strategy and database driven games. Now he creates virtual reality brain training games and not just any brain training game, brain training games that helps uh, typically senior citizens combat the cognitive degeneration due to diseases like dementia, Parkinson's, and Alzheimer's. Oh my gosh. And, and, and he's absolutely amazing because he just signed up the AARP. He's got Hewlett Packers. And so I, you know, what I really do encourage the parents to do is, is to be informed and to be open-minded because there's, you know, there's, those are just two examples. That's every day. That's virtually, I know hundreds of others that are doing amazing things where they're either using gamification directly to solve a real world problem. Mm -hmm. or they're actually using it to go and create some kind of benefit and positive in the world, you know, either to make lifestyle changes, to target young people, to target senior citizens, a variety of different ways to apply games and game design into something absolutely amazing and world-changing. Wow. Yeah. And, and just the way you're talking about it too, it's like eventually yeah. gaming is going to, you know, be immersed in cross every aspect of our life. 
So the opportunities are endless at this point of what they can do. And so getting curious and helping your kids get curious about what it is they love about the gaming. Like rather than stop playing, it's why are you loving it so much? You know, what is so cool about this? What, you know, and just really getting into that and yes. turning that into that creator mentality is phenomenal. That's um, right. Yeah, I, I love that so much. So yeah. how can parents like find you and your and your book and your course? Yeah, yeah. So, so the, you know, the, the, the best way, you know, and the place I like to send people to. So my website is, is vgcd.academy. And, um, you know, that, you know, I think specifically just for, for your, your audience, I can, the, the first 25 parents who, who register, you know, with our name and, and email address, what have you, um, I'm happy to go and give them a PDF version of my book. And so literally, like I said, every parent is busy. So nobody has time to read thousands and thousands of words of copy. I get it. So if they, all they did was download that, open a PDF and read the, the, the intro and read the conclusion. I think if that doesn't get them sufficiently sort of informed and inspired, you know, to, to want to learn more and to do more to help their teens guide them through that process and journey. Um, I, I think that that's probably the best place to start for mm-hmm. them. Um, so, so yeah, I would say definitely my website would be the best place. And, and I, I, you know, of course, if, if they want to find out more information, definitely to, to reach out to me, you know, it's, you know, support at bgcd.academy. You know, I, I can do this all day because I'm so excited. And passionate <laughs> I, can see, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like after a little while, like my, my 14 year old thinks that I'm the ultimate broken phonograph, broken record. <laughs> but, um, but I, I, I love it, you know, and just went through this beta course, you know, where I invited a dozen young people, friends, a family and what have you to go through this beta course with me. And what I found is that the, the kids who are truly passionate and truly motivated and, and excited and inspired, you know, they really do put in the time and they put together these business plans and pitches mm-hmm. that absolutely blow me away. I mean, I've, some of the stuff they created blow away some of the stuff I've seen at places like EA and Rock you and that that's crazy. Teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. Well they're they're so immersed in it in their brain. Like this is how they're born, right? Like they're they've been yeah. doing this for so long. For us, it's kind of like this new I mean video games for me. I'm terrible. <laughs> but you know, it's like they're just it's like this just simple it's so easy to them. But I think also there's so many different paths you can take. That, like you were saying, it's finding that path that inspires your child. And yes. what about it that really, you know, pulls to them and finding that passion? Because yes. I hear from parents all the time, oh, my child's just so unmotivated. Oh, right. I bet when it comes to the games, they're highly motivated. Exactly. Right? So it's not exactly. lack of motivation. It's lack of interest. That's right. That's so yeah. find what interests them and use that. That is amazing. Love it. Love it so much. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'll have all your information in the show notes so people can reach out. So before yeah. we go, any parting words of wisdom for parents with teenagers, especially ones obsessed with video games? Yeah, I, I think the parting words of wisdom that I would offer to the parents, first and foremost, that's the most important, is that I really do believe that 
you know, because I know so many parents that are very driven, high achievers themselves, very accomplished, very edu highly educated and successful, who really want to see the, the best, you know, for their kids and you do even better than they did themselves. I think ultimately, if they were to keep an open mind and to really start to start from a place of humility and to actually go and learn more about, oh, how exactly are games uh, being used for philanthropy and charity? How exactly are games used to uh, to help, uh, you know, perhaps combat things like, like dementias and PTSD and, mm. and uh, you know, past trauma? Or, you know, how, do, how are games actually contributing to society on a on a grassroots community level that you know and and we're trying to do a better job of putting forth these kinds of information um i think because i i really do feel that the, the moment that parents are able to sort of uh, you know clear off sort of any preconceived notions and right. to really start by learning more about how exactly can this uh, this this incredible industry that's doing exceptionally well. Not only the amount, the types of opportunities that afford directly inside the industry, but you know how these skills from concepting, planning, and pitching game how they transfer to to amazing um, entrepreneurship, to future careers and in, in tech and defense and healthcare and education. I just think that you know that the opportunities are absolutely endless, and the more that parents can can start from a place of being informed and educated, the much better they are and the much greater the relationship becomes with our teens. And I think it's a beautiful two-way street. <laughs> it is. And I think one of the best ways to start becoming educated too is to talk to your teens and have that's them right. educate you about what they love about their game exactly. and gaming. And that's a great way to connect too. I yeah. love it. Yes. Michael, thank you so much. I'm so grateful you could join us today. Oh, so thank you. So thankful you, you have me here. So, you know, really, really appreciate it. So thank you. Absolutely. And thank you, parents, for taking time out of your busy day to spend with us. If you want to learn more about how to help your teens thrive, you can grab my top 10 parenting tips at askdrcam.com slash parenting tips. And if you enjoyed this episode and the helpful strategies Michael shared with us, please take a quick moment to rate and review. This helps other parents like you find this show. I encourage you to share it with a friend as well. Until next time, have a peaceful, positive, calm day. And that's a wrap. Thanks for joining me today on Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam. Make sure to visit my website, www.ask.com drcam.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show again. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, and hey, why not share it with a friend too? Be sure to tune in to my next episode. And remember, parenting teens may not be easy, but with my help, it can be a whole lot easier than this.